Welcome back, nation. Today we're going to discuss self-awareness and how it relates to confidence. One of the things, especially my younger athletes, don't quite understand is that their performance is greatly hindered by what's going on up in their head. They think they can just lift more weights or run more sprints, do more miles, and somehow that's just going to fix everything. What they don't understand oftentimes is a little bit younger in life is that they've got to put some of the mental into it. If you're not taking care of that, the body's not going to follow. The body truly can do much more than you think it can as long as you get out of your own way. So today we're discussing self-awareness and confidence so you can increase performance, leading your own life, and if you happen in a position of leadership, you can better serve your team. So dealing with self-awareness and confidence, how does that relate? There's a big difference between ego and confidence. We're going to address that in a whole nother video. But what we're talking about today is confidence, knowing what you can and can't do, being confident going forward in performing that action or receiving that task or being confident in reaffirming to your subordinate or your teammate that you might be leading that you've got them and you're going to carry them through. If you don't have that confidence in you, it, it shows. It shows in performance. Those around you can see it. There really is no hiding it. There just isn't. Sorry, I got background noise. Um, so what's important with that is self-awareness. And that's where I find a lot of young people especially, and even people getting up into the middle age and older if they've never addressed it, that's where the lack of confidence is coming from, is it's a lack of self-awareness. Knowing who you are and being confident in who you are is the first step. You can't be confident in the gym, on the field, in the boardroom, if you aren't confident when you're alone in a room looking in the mirror. You've got to have self-awareness. You have to have self-confidence. And one of the big issues with that that we're seeing today is social media. Now, I, I'm a firm believer in social media. I enjoy social media. I run my business on social media. I'm not saying to stay away from it. But through social media, people have been able to gain confidence without an audience there, without immediate reaction from another human being. So when they do get in front of a group of people, a group of peers or competitors, they frankly don't know how to handle it. All of a sudden they just get a little shaky, they get a little wimpy, and they get weak. They don't know how to follow through. And that's just because of a lack of self-awareness. They haven't had the opportunity to develop that self-awareness in front of other people in a social climate. No matter how big social media gets, no matter where technology takes us, which should be uh, welcomed, the, the improvements that happen in technology, but no matter where it takes us, it's never going to replace who human beings are. We need to have that interaction. We've got to have that face-to-face. -face. We've got to have that physical contact. And when we are developing our personalities and our self-awareness and our self-confidence absent of that human interaction, once we get on the field with a real-life competitor, once we get in that boardroom, once we stand up in front of a team, all of a sudden, we don't know who we are. We don't have the confidence anymore. So this is what I've been talking to with my, some of my young athletes, is really identifying who they are. And it's more difficult at a young age than this as an adult. At a young age, when you're in high school or you're in college, there's so much pressure 
to be like everybody else. There's so much pressure to fit in and conform to everybody else. Even nowadays, there's this huge revolution of self-awareness and individuality, and it's just a new form of conformity. Now, if you don't have crazy hair and you don't have, if your hair is not dyed, if you don't have the piercings, if you're not marching in a protest, if you're not you know, being some kind of an activist, then you're not part of the group. So there's the peer pressure to do these things, whether they're good things or not is irrelevant to this topic, but there's that peer pressure to be like everybody else still. So if you happen to be an introvert, but you're highly intelligent and you know who you are and you're very confident, but the world is telling you, you must act like an extrovert. All of a sudden you start losing that self-awareness because the world's beating down on you. And it's very difficult for young people to just shut out the world decide who they are, absent that influence, accept who they are, and build true confidence. I can walk into a room, and granted I'm, I'm 38 years old, I've had a little practice at it, but I can walk into a room and if I don't fit with everybody, that doesn't change who I am or change my behavior. I recognize that I don't fit in with everybody. I recognize that I'm not really part of this group, at least not in an intimate fashion, but it doesn't change who I am. I don't have to conform to them because I'm confident in who I am. I know that if it's at work, I know that my performance will show what my worth is in that environment. I know if it's in the gym, I know that I'm there for myself to begin with. I'm not there for you because I don't care what your opinion is and I don't care if I fit in. I don't care what weight I pick up if the person next to me is picking up more weight. I don't care because I know what I'm doing. And this is very important, especially for the young people to understand. When you can get to that point where you truly don't care what the person next to you is doing, you're living your life. And I'm not talking about absent etiquette and manners and having respect for your fellow human beings. Don't go around being a dick. All right. I'm not telling you to go around and just ignore everybody else, lead your own life and shit all over theirs. That's not what I'm saying. But when you get to the point where you can lead your own life and you're not concerned about this person over there, all of a sudden, confidence comes. And as that confidence comes, performance builds in the gym, leadership builds in the workplace or the team, uh, sports team, you just start doing better. You start feeling better. Your relationships with significant others and with friends and with family improves. Self-awareness and confidence really is part of the foundation of being able to fit in with society and accomplish any task in life. If your goals, I don't care, be a millionaire, to be an NFL star, to be a CEO, to be a teacher, to be a garbage man, to be a policeman, I don't care what your goal is, all of those are gonna require you having self-awareness and being confident. And you're not gonna be able to truly achieve those goals, and at least not with happiness, if you can't find that self-awareness and that confidence. I know this is a lot more up in the head than it is down in, in the gut, a lot more mental than physical on this talk. Don't worry, there'll be other talks where we talk plenty about physical, it's more what I get into. But I thought it was very important to have this discussion today. There's too many young folks out there walking around afraid to be themselves, that think they have to conform either to the older generation or their own. Be yourself, do some soul searching, find out who you are, be confident and go forth and conquer. I'll talk to you next time.